Do you need money to make money? In these trying times, entrepreneurs are always looking for an angle, and I've got some thoughts today that I want to share with entrepreneurs that are looking to invest in their business, but who may not necessarily have the capital to do it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast where once a week I take a topic that is near and dear to me based on conversations that I've had in the preceding week or in the past couple of days uh, with entrepreneurs that are running a business. And I do it because being an entrepreneur can be a very lonely place. It can be difficult to find some practical advice and opinions about what you can be doing with the very real life challenges that you might be facing in your business or the opportunities that you might be looking to take advantage of. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for all of the great feedback that I get. It does change with um, each episode, but nonetheless, I'm always certain to hear from a handful of you. And uh, I really do appreciate that. Puts a big smile on my face, knowing that someone is listening to these podcasts and is getting some measure of value out of it. So if you're an entrepreneur out there today, duking it out and trying to run your business and and face the market and and uh, face all of the challenges that have come along because of COVID and the economy and so forth, uh, way to go. Just keep going. It will be worth it uh, if you can hang on to your business during these difficult times. Then when the times are less difficult, you will find that you were able to reap the rewards from all of the effort that you put in right now. And along that same note, I picked this week's topic because it, uh, it's always been a conversation piece for me over the last couple of decades as I listen to entrepreneurs who feel like, you know, if I just had more money, if I just had more money, if I just had more money, if I just had more money... Dylan, it would be amazing the things I would do. And I have learned the hard way from personal experience that that statement is rarely, rarely, if ever, true. And I'm going to take it one level deeper here today because of the challenges that I know many business owners are facing with having to somehow keep their business going, but who may not have a bank account to draw from or who you know probably don't have a line of credit or have maybe maxed out their credit cards. How do you continue to invest in your business and make it work? And so over 20 years, this has been a conversation piece, but today I think it means a little bit more because uh, most every business is in a, is in a pretty, pretty tough spot. There are some um, businesses that are in the silver lining of the, uh, of the market, but for the most part, I think everyone's trying to figure out how to do more with less and revisiting their business models. And so hopefully what I, what I share here in the next couple of minutes will uh, be useful to you. So over the last couple of decades, as I listened to entrepreneurs talk about, if I only had an investor, if I only could borrow more money, if only I could, if only I could, if only I could, uh, thinking that money is the answer to their problem, but it's not. And I know that if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I'm a big believer in money never solving the problem. It's silly. It's simply uh, it is silly. It simply facilitates a result. The challenge is many, 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 in case you missed that, many entrepreneurs don't actually understand what money would do for them in their business. 
a lot of times they tend to look at the expense side and they say, well, if I could pay for these expenses, uh, I could pay for marketing or I could pay for social media or I could pay for a website or I could pay for what have you, then I would be able to generate more revenue. And it's very rare to hear an entrepreneur say, you know what, I have this much revenue to work with and I know that off of this much revenue, here's what my profit is. And so if I could generate more revenue, then I would be able to generate more profit and the costs associated with my business look like this. And so therefore, I have been taking my profit, plowing it back into my business by paying for those expenses. And so um, it turns out that I actually don't need more money. What I need is I just simply need more sales or I need more revenue. And so this past week, I was talking with an entrepreneur and revisiting one of the businesses that I'm involved with. And the thinking was, that the businesses are hanging on, you know, there's, 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 um, there aren't, you know, huge margins being made. There's not a ton of money in the bank. There's not a lot of bottom line, but the businesses are hanging on. And so then the thought, the, the conversation sort of moved around towards, um, well, what would it take? You know, what would it take to increase the result that we're getting? If cash is what we need, then how do we do that? Can we, for example, can we hire salespeople that are prepared to take less money on a week-to-week basis, but maybe are prepared to take more of our profit? So for a period of time, maybe we can do something like a profit share, where um, we will give up more than we usually do for the sake of, of um, for the sake of getting the revenue. But as we grow, as we are able to measurably grow and get to the next level, then we will use our profits and simply reinvest it back. Uh, big, huge businesses do this. Of course, if you think of Apple or Amazon, they constantly run their business at very thin uh, operating margins because they just simply keep turning their cash back into their business. But here down on earth for every other entrepreneur running an everyday business, it can be hard to kind of figure out how to do that. Um, in some cases, for example, if you have a lot of vendors that, uh, or maybe you have a few vendors that you owe some money to, uh, one of the ways that you can work out uh, a deal with them is to maybe um, uh, get into a partnership with them where um, if, if they're prepared to support you for all of the sales that come in that they can, that they can help you win, that maybe you end up giving them an additional piece of the margin. So kind of the idea is that you want to use your margin. So you sell something for $100, your costs are $70, which means you have $30 left over. The idea is that you use that $30 to try and cut yourself um, a deal with whomever you need to cut it with, whether it's your staff, whether it's your vendors, and then that becomes your bargaining chip. Now, a business can't do that forever, but the question is, do you need money to make money? And technically, depending on how creative and and how aggressive you are, uh, you don't need to. What you need to be able to do is demonstrate that your business does, in fact, make money. There is a margin there. You can sell a product or a service for X amount of dollars. It costs you uh, Y to deliver it, and that means there's a number left over at the end. And then you simply bargain and negotiate with what's left over. So if you work with sales staff, you can say to them, for every sale that you generate, normally we would pay you a wage of, say, I don't know, $5,000 a month. And then we'd pay you, you know, 60 grand a year. And then every, you know, quarter or every six months or once a year, we would give you some sort of a bonus or some sort of an incentive. Well, you could change that and you could say, look, 
for the next couple of months, maybe we're not going to pay you. We can't afford to pay you $5,000, not maybe. We can't afford to pay you $5,000 because we simply don't have that kind of cash flow anymore. However, instead of paying you quarterly or every six months or once a year, we'd now like to pay you every two weeks on commission. And we're going to give you more than we would normally give you to compensate for the fact that you've given up the stability of your wage. And so if if you have a sales team that believes in what it is that your business is doing and has evidence that it works, then you simply need to come up with an arrangement and a structure that works for everybody. And then as the business gets to that next level, its cash flow should change as it moves to that next level. And so then you can go back and adjust your deal afterwards. If people want to go back on salary, then you put them back on salary. If they want to stay on commission, then maybe you look at adjusting the commission to accommodate the next level that your business is at. But the point is, you don't technically need money to make more money. What you need to be able to do is have people buy into your profit margin and then be prepared to give them a piece of that profit margin in exchange for working with you ahead of that cash hitting your bank account. And that that becomes very, very creative, a very, a very, very creative way um, of, of um, uh, financing your business, if you will, if you're stuck. Now, what if you say, look, Dylan, I'm not stuck. Like our business is kind of doing okay, but it just doesn't feel like we have a lot of upward movement. Well, then the idea there is if your business is focused on doing three or four things to generate revenue, maybe it could just be focused on one or two. And instead of getting a mediocre result across you know, the three or four different things, maybe you look to get a better result on the one or two things that are working really, really well. You double down on those, and then you take your winnings you take your increased revenue, your increased margin, hopefully your increased profit, and then you reinvest it in something else. So typically it looks something like this. Uh, say you have uh, two salespeople on your team and they produce a result. Uh, the goal would be to say, okay, we're going to adjust how those two salespeople are working because we want everyone to benefit from, from you know, the we want to incentivize everyone to benefit from an increase in, in what we're trying to do here. So tell you what, let's increase the number of leads that we have. Let's find a way to do that. Let's increase the number of, of uh, customer touches that we're making. And then what we will do is we will use uh, anything over, let's just say each salesperson can handle 50 opportunities. So anything over 50 opportunities, we will use that to plant and seed another book of business. So to add a third person to our team, and then we'll do like a pooled commission to share it so that there's some incentive for the first two salespeople to really try and help us find more leads to go after. Uh, sometimes what businesses do when they're not in this kind of mode of using their margin to grow, um, and they just simply think they can finance it, is they'll find that their sales teams uh, look to hoard all of the opportunity. Now, banks figured this out a long time ago. If you work for um, any of the big banks, you'll know, and, and you work in their small business department, you'll know that every small business advisor is given a book of business. It's 20 to 30 businesses that they're allowed to work with. And as they network and, and meet with these businesses and, and, and service their, their, their clientele, inevitably they get referrals for other customers. And so the bank's policy generally tends to be, okay, well, your book of business is only 30 businesses. So if you want to take a business on as a new client, then you got to give one up. And so all of a sudden it becomes some trading that happens. Well, you can do the same thing in your business. You can say, look, I'd really like to grow my business, but something has to be the catalyst for it. And I'd like my profit margin to be the catalyst for it. So we're going to work a little harder to 
find a bigger market or to find more people or more customers to go after. We're going to work harder to try and win them. But we already know that for every you know, 10 or 20 that we win, that's going to give us the opportunity to bring on a new salesperson. And so, again, depending on how focused you are and how creative you can get, if you understand your margins and you know how the money moves around in your business, then you don't necessarily need money to make money. Um, You can get out in front of it by simply understanding what your business is capable of doing if everyone was really focused and then taking that result and sharing it with the people that helped get you there. And so instead of prepaying it through payroll or through a salary, you pay for it through a commission or a bonus or some sort of uh, participation uh, basis. And you do it for a period of time so that everybody benefits from the hard work. And hopefully that helps get your business to the next level. I think the worst thing that your business can do is to borrow money via an investor, via uh, a banker or a lender, and then invest it in a salesperson without understanding uh, what the what the economics are. Is that salesperson going to be able to produce the result? If they are going to be able to produce the result, then how long is it going to take? If it's going to take you know, longer than a couple of pay periods, then can your existing business right now just keep reinvesting its margin? Or can you attract that per- a person by giving them a higher piece of the action until such time as they're cash flowing themselves? So borrowing against the future in terms of taking on an obligation or worse than that, taking on an investor is generally not a good idea. If you can have the individual come on board, if you can give up some of your margin or change your structure so that you can pay for the results instead, uh, then that's always the better solution. Now, some people might say, Dylan, it just sounds like all you're saying is just get a commission salesperson. And for a business that's stuck, of course, that might be your only option. But for a business that doesn't necessarily need um, to pay someone commission only, maybe they can give them advances against commissions because that will get you a different kind of person to come and work for you. Um, there's that. There's a. There's always a different way to consider it. So it doesn't need to be pure commission. It just is recognizing that you don't need to borrow money or look for an investor to invest in your business to help get your business to the next level. If you don't, if you don't already know how to use your profits to reinvest back into your business. Many entrepreneurs will take on an investor or a lender and use the capital to just cover over the information that they don't know about their business. So, you know, let's just pay for another salesperson. It's all just going to work out. Instead of actually understanding every salesperson we get generates this amount of money for us. If for the next 90 days we took this amount of money from this salesperson and this amount of money from this salesperson and just reinvested it in another salesperson, then we were able to finance that growth on our own without looking to an outside party. So if your business isn't desperate and struggling, then there's another way to consider it. If your business is up against the wall and you owe some money to vendors um, and you are looking for a banker or a lender or an investor to invest in your business to take care of that vendor, then you might be better off trying to cut a deal with them to say, look, can we work together? And normally you would charge me um, X, maybe charge me X plus Y. And over time, I will just simply work off Uh, the balance that I'm owed to you, but I'll also give you visibility and transparency into my business and what we're doing with our sales and with our leads and with our quotes and whatever else we're doing to generate activity so that you can see that we are in fact working towards uh, trying to satisfy what is outstanding with you. So 
I'm not sure where that's going to land with you today. It um, either made a lot of sense to you because you happen to be in that moment right now, or it didn't make any sense to you because maybe you're not pressed up against this and and you're just continuing to fund your business with debt without really recognizing what it's going to take to finally get it to grow on its own to a certain point uh, before you legitimately need debt or an investor to to take you know the next step. Um, so. Hopefully this was encouraging. Hopefully there was something good in here that you're able to take away after the podcast is over and put to practice in your business. And if not, maybe it's just giving you something to think about. You know, Dylan said, we don't necessarily need money to make money. We just need to understand our margins and how to use them better um, um, in real time. And that might be something to consider. If all of that sounds foreign to you, then reach out to me. I'm happy to have a chat with you. Send me an email. Let me know what you're, what you, what part of it you don't understand, or maybe tell me a little bit about your business, and then I can give you uh, back a real answer that is um, more tailored to the particular product or service that your business is in, and how you can use your margins to grow without taking on outside capital from a bank, lender, or investor. So, um, thanks for tuning in. Again, if you're out there duking it out, trying to run your business, keep going. Will be worth it one day, uh, but be smart. Don't do 10 things at 10%. Do one thing at 100%. And um, uh, businesses in this particular moment that survive are going to be the businesses that thrive when this moment is over. So it'd be great if you were one of those entrepreneurs running one of those businesses. Uh, if you like this podcast, you like what you heard, rate it, share it, subscribe to it, because when you do that, somehow through the internet, through fancy algorithms, it gets in front of other entrepreneurs that might benefit from what was said here. And um, uh, if you found it valuable, then maybe you'll tune in next week as well.